Well, here we are, and I feel like a boob because I picked this movie and I really didn't like it. And Andy, of course, <laughs> did like it. It was delicious. It was wonderful, nutritious. Part of part of Kellogg's healthy breakfasts. And this is Bad Watch, a podcast where we watch the shit out of shit. And or this sometimes week, really great movies. <laughs> this week, the shit we watched is called Love, Wedding, Repeat. And this was a Netflix-only release because no one else would touch it, I'm assuming. And <laughs> they, couldn't also, get their, they couldn't afford it. It was too, too solid gold. Too much now, solid you and gold I... Gold. and. Of course, many other people uh, both enjoy very much the film Edge of Tomorrow, which has mm-hmm. the tagline, live, die, repeat. Yeah. And I feel like this is such a poor imitation of... Disagree. <laughs> this is a true homage <laughs> in the rom-com it's, world. It, it was amazing. Me, this movie's so bad. Although much <laughs> like Edge of Tomorrow, spoiler alert, there is some time travel shenanigans, you could call it. Not even, actually. It's just, it actually has nothing, no connection besides the name. It's just alternate universes. Yeah. Anyway. So, this, <laughs> also, okay, a little background, because I, I didn't take notes, because they're always bad, and why bother? Um, but I did do a little digging, and this okay. movie is actually based on an Italian film. And that Italian film, I believe, is called Plan de Table, and it's the same story, Okay. And, you know, I didn't watch that movie. I watched the Americanized version, which yeah. is set in an Italy where everyone speaks English conveniently. And <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. You know, if you're going to do it, go whole hog. <laughs> they are. They're like they are. The Italian person already exists. But... <laughs> yeah. So they're like this. I mean, this full hog American. So this <laughs> this version that we watched had a has a 32 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you want to guess? what the original Italian version has on Rotten Tomatoes. 33%. Wrong. 30%. Oh! This version was only 2% better than the original. And it makes me wonder how... Well, if the movie was that bad, why did did they really think, well, we can go in and fix this? And then if they they did... I think they did. If they did think that, how did they only improve it by 2%? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I you know I think I think they got on the scoreboard. I count that as a win. <laughs> I I had a lot of fun with this movie. Now there's a narrator randomly in this two film. Po- at two points. Uh, is it Judy Dench? It sounded like Judy Dench. I felt like that would. I checked. I was briefly reviewed the IMDb page. It, I feel like Judy Dench, Dame du- Judy Dench, would have showed up very high up there. And I think it was a random British woman. I every time I talk about Judy Dench, I'm afraid I'm about to say Duty Dench. <laughs> anyway, that's that is an issue. That is a concern. Um, listeners, I am working on a uh, fighting off a sinus infection that I can't get medications for because the doctor's like, "Well, even though we tested you for COVID last week, we need to test you again this week, and once that comes back negative again, then we can give you new antibiotics." And what I'm trying to say is, Sudafed kind of throws me for a loop so should be fun <laughs> it's okay i'm drinking i'm uh, it's january 20 we're celebrating the inauguration we we have a new president yay and hopefully now my mom will stop watching the news because i hate it <laughs> so there's a request that i not watch or not watch or listen to anything for the weekend i did honor those wishes but my mom's me. gonna be my mom it likes the today show what? Uh, yeah, the Today Show with Hoda Kotb and no. Savannah Guthrie. No. And some other person. Don't but do one, that. It was really funny. Well, it wasn't funny. Nothing about January 6th was funny except for the fact that Savannah Guthrie had clearly gone to the gym on her lunch break. And when she came back and was forced to cover the riot turned coup in the Capitol, she was like very clearly <laughs> post 
sweaty workout. Really? Like, Oh, it was like she's like god damn it i picked the worst day to go to the gym on my lunch hour it was because she's like you know like all people on tv she's adorable and gorgeous but it was like ooh, she did not bring her a game today she left it at the gym but she, anyway she had those new year's resolutions and she didn't understand that other people had much more politically moving resolutions oh boy so duty gench does the voiceover which I think Andy has quoted exactly or something. Yes. Pretty close. Because so, I really liked it. <laughs> so here I'm going to try and uh, this is my duty gench impression. We live in a universe ruled by chaos and chance where all it takes is one moment for all our hopes and dreams to go right down the shitter. I think you were, who's the nature, the nature commentary guy? You, had a, you threw a little bit of, Here we bit find of that in there. Andrew DeRossi <laughs> in his natural habitat. We should get Judy, Judy Gench on some nature docs. Uh, but I, I, I down. This is a, this is some wicked foreshadowing for the twist in this movie. Um, it's not even foreshadowing. It's just telling you that stuff's going to go down the shitter all the but time. But <laughs> our main character, whose name I've Jack. Already, Jack he is in the a bathroom talking to himself in the mirror psyching himself up and we it is to to kiss uh someone and olivia munn she is not the most talented actress but she is gorgeous and i think particularly gorgeous in this film because it's all like italian sunshine and nice dresses and i actually wrote that down (laughs) olivia munn is in the italian sun it's doing her a lot of favors yeah olivia (laughs) olivia munn in the italian sun might be the title of this episode (laughs) so he is on well he like spent the weekend in rome visiting his sister who has a job there it doesn't matter he's in rome his his, his his sister yeah they're both visiting jack's sister and these two hit it off, and they're going to kiss by that fountain, or a fountain. It's not the fountain that I'm thinking of. And then... Well, he's also... they. Like, he comes out, and he first tells her, sorry, just some tummy trouble, which is a super hot thing to say to someone. That is... Yeah, I was like, you need magic. to lie and like, say there's a were, line. There's a line. There was a line, because if you're trying to kill this woman, she's... Or k- kill this woman. <laughs> Lord, now that's the film we need. Um, if you're trying to kiss this woman... You should not lead with tummy trouble because my first thought is going to be: Did he vom? Was there? Yeah, was there right. vom? Was there <laughs> vom? There might have been vom. Uh, there, there. I don't think there was. Although maybe was he not. was so nervous about kissing her, he vomited before the film began. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there, but they, uh, it's nice because they they actually have some chemistry. Like there's some. Well, well they won't. I they think Olivia Munn it. could get chemistry out of a, a kitchen broom. Like, That's, she is well, gorgeous. I don't think well, there's a warm-blooded mammal on this earth who would be like, ah, nah. No well, thanks. Well, you know what? That is, that is a fair statement, but it's just, we have seen so many times where people have zero chemistry and they're supposed to be the love interest, and it's That's like, fair. Well, don't do it. That's fair. It, the, so yeah. I appreciate that they got that going. Yes, credit where is. credit is due. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. The, these two leads, played by, the, the guy is played by Sam claflin i think is how you say his name it's a weird last name but he's a he's a british guy and as my mom pointed out he has like oddly shaped ears sort of like there's a kink in the top part of his ear and once she pointed that out i could not unsee it it's like when you look at the fedex logo after someone points out the arrow (laughs) in the middle and you're like i just see the arrow now i i did not notice his ear ears plural it's both ears he's symmetrical at least um <laughs> okay they are about to have a kiss or something because they're they're talking stuff and, and it's super cringy and very awkward very awkward which i'm surprised you like this film because you hate cringy stuff i, I yeah like the office takes me for a ride but this was this was like a good amount of cringe even though they had a uh, discount uh, ricky gervais in the film um is that the kilt man yeah sydney Man. Sydney, Sydney destroyed my soul in a couple of moments. It was... he, he, oh boy, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh Jesus! Um, so they don't kiss because a, a college roommate of Jack's runs up, mm-hmm. literally, yeah. but be- to separate the two of them, he runs in between them, 
And he's like, hey, we called him Mr. Wank in college because he <laughs> wanked it so much. And Jack's like, that was someone else. And he's like, no, it was definitely you. And <laughs> Olivia's face, they cut to Olivia's face and she's just, huh? Yeah. She's like, I thought tummy trouble was bad and he wanks too much. Oh, dear. Um, oh it would have been really funny since she's American and wank is such a British term. Um, for for you American listeners who don't know, it's British slang for jacking off, masturbation. I'm really, um, I'm really glad we enlightened everyone on that. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't want to <laughs> get that our, question. Our myriad, our myriad now listeners listen, who wouldn't catch that. <laughs> listen, I now I live with four cats and my parents. Uh, I'm a total catch, which. I picked this movie in part because this is our <laughs> da, 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 Valentine's Day episode, mm-hmm. sort of. It's coming out the Wednesday before. I just want to let you ladies out there know I am very eligible. The most single a person can be. And also, <laughs> I didn't want to get the question from my mom later, since I do live with her, where she says, what is a wank? <laughs> Because you know she has asked me similarly troubling questions in the past, I, so I just yeah, want to you know I get that head that off at the pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's fair. That's fair. That's a, it's a, this is safe. This is about safety. Is what this is. Education and safety. Yeah, and then uh, cut to three years later. Yeah, there's some beautiful shots of Rome, and we see a, a lady. Uh, a woman getting dressed for her wedding. There's a bunch of what touch-ups. is her name? That's Haley. And it turns out that Haley. is Jack's sister. And I was like... She I, got the short end of that genetic stick because Haley is very attractive and there's nothing wrong with her ears as far as I can tell. <laughs> I was <laughs> I, I was intrigued because I was like, oh, like everyone was speaking Italian right then. And I was like, whoa, whoa, is this Bad Watch's first international film? And I was like, oh, thank God. They should all shift it back to English. But... <laughs> I was initially, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even make... think any of the songs were in Italian. Like, at the ending credits, it was Dean Martin, I think. But Haley is a beautiful bride. She <laughs> is getting married to someone she met six months previously in a parking garage? A yeah, parking they cursed structure. each other out, and now they're getting married, which is yeah. And Jack, Jack is there, and there's weirdly no mention of their parents. Neither no, they mention whom... it. Well, no, they, but they never say why the parents are not present. Oh, that's correct. Well, it's very, it's very, I, I thought very clearly implied that they have both passed. I don't know, or they killed them. Uh, does this make that a, Does it make it a better film for you if they, yes. if they're both murderers? Absolutely, I would not put it past Haley. Given, she is a given terrible her shenanigans liar, though, so. in this film. Yeah, no, she is a dick. She is a <laughs> terrible, the, such a dick. She's a terrible but, character. So her, the, neither of their parents are living. And Correct. so or present, at least. Jack yeah. is walking Haley down the aisle and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful day. She tells him very last minute. She's like, oh, by the way, my American friend, Olivia Munn. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Dina. Dina. Is coming. Uh, my American friend Dina is coming. And he's like, well, uh, are we sitting next to each other? And she's like, well, you're both at the English speaking table. And I was like, oh, only one table of English speakers. I was like, yeah, because uh, yeah, yikes. I think they have zero family. But then we also meet Brian, who is uh, he wants stole, to be, totally the stole the totally stole this show. Uh, I I enjoyed it. He's great. He's quite he, a lot of fun. He and later when we when he starts hanging out with um, Ashling B, the who is an Irish uh, comedian slash comedy goddess. Um, whom I adore because she, she is, was excellent. She I is, enjoyed. I enjoyed so many aspects of this film. I really yeah. like this movie. Like I, I have enjoyed Olivia Munn very much in other things. I think Sam Claflin was maybe slightly miscast. He's he's not untalented. He's just I think in the wrong film. And um, <laughs> Joel Fry I, I, and I, Ashling I, I, B. Uh, I could watch the two of them all day. They were so <laughs> so funny. <sighs> anyway um but yeah see she uh the sister Haley also springs upon she says she tells jack that dina is here also amanda's coming which is his ex and he's and for like some he, reason she springs all this on him like the day of the wedding which is i don't know a bad move like <laughs> yeah and you'd think if he's this involved in the planning and walking her down the aisle he would at least know who he is sitting next to which apparently right. is his ex 
Yeah, they're, they... taking, they're taking some, like, I mean, having been married, there's a lot of work that goes into this, and you would have talked about all well, this stuff. Okay, let's be clear it up. You're still married. You had a wedding. The Sorry, wedding is the having past tense. Been at a, been done a wedding Having gig. been wedded. Yes. <laughs> let's but go yeah, with that. It's, it's crazy because she's like, no, you're sitting next to Amanda. And he's like, my ex, who we dated for two years and basically ended up hating each other, that ex, Amanda? She's like, yeah, it's fine. You're at the English-speaking table. Yeah, and, and it's like, why? I just, it was like, oh, this feels really dumb. Like, you could have forked all this out. She's like, they're all just, like, chatting about this. Like, Brian comes in, and he was like, I'd like to change my name to Man of Honor instead of Maid of Honor. And they said no. And then he says, oh, I need to get a haircut because Vitelli, who is apparently a, a famous he's an Italian, Italian director. actor, director, it's going to be at the at the wedding. He's like, I and it could really cut. really change my career. And Jack says, "Do you mean by having one?" And uh, Brian goes, "Exactly," which was great. <laughs> yeah. Like this, I, the writing was fun. I, I, you don't like this movie, but that's because you are heathen and wrong. Um, I mean, parts so of that, it really made me laugh. Basically, anytime Brian was hanging out, God, Brian's so funny. His real name is Joel Fry. He's also okay. in the movie i haven't seen about the beatles yesterday okay he's in that I movie i feel i feel i feel like i'd seen his face before but anyways we yeah. cut to another couple arriving and this is turns out to be amanda with her boy toy chaz um and he they're they're coming up and chaz is like you know i i don't want to you know a, a, a international wedding and she's like like very clearly not committing to him, but he apparently asked her six he, months ago to marry him. Yeah, he proposed six months ago, and she's still <laughs> holding out. And she says he looks ridiculous and, and that he's dressed like a magician, which he is. And, <laughs> and well, they cut, they cut to they cut to um they cut to the Irish woman who uh, we Ashley. love. And she is confused about uh, penne versus penis. She's like, and... you know, I always thought penne was penis. <laughs> it's penis. And you will get this level of non sequiturs from her for the entire film. It's Basically, I think the director had the good sense to be like, Ashling B, you're hysterical. Whatever you want to do, just run with it. And we'll we'll like cut around your jokes and fit them in as necessary because um, <laughs> yeah. Amanda and Ch- I think like I don't know if she's handing out programs or what, but uh, Amanda and Chaz walk up to her and uh, <laughs> this bit is so good. Ashling Bia is is like she's like, oh, is this your boyfriend? It's oh no so- no no for, no hold on first it starts she goes are you oh you brought a cabaret act <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He goes, he's like, what? And Amanda goes, exactly. And then she gets into, uh, she, she's like, okay, so, uh, oh, you are much better than the last guy you were with. Like, I'm so glad you jumped your last guy. What was his name? Chaz? And Amanda's like shaking her head like, no, stop. Um, cut uh, no, off. no, Amanda. That's the thing. Amanda just doesn't react to anything in this whole section. She doesn't like move. And Chaz is like looking for some reaction to her. And, and then, I loved this so and much. And there was a, a moment where Chaz is like, no, I'm Chaz. And Because uh, <laughs> Amanda Ashley, doesn't cover for him at all. <laughs> and Ashley says, have you dated two Chazes in a row? <laughs> It's such a unique name. That's amazing. It was so, she so is just excellent. delightful. Ugh. Oh my god! What is then, Ashling yeah. B's name in the movie? Rebecca. Rebecca. I was calling her Penday Girl for a while because they didn't say her name. Um, but Amanda is like entirely uninterested in, in this train wreck, and then just says she's uh, former flatmate Sydney. And they to like avoid the situation, I guess. And he walks over, and he is in a kilt. And he is not Scottish in any way. And he doesn't try to hide the fact that he is not Scottish. And when yeah, he people, tells people and when he tells people this, they of course ask him, "Well, then why are you wearing a kilt?" And he just makes this grimace face, and then <laughs> he not? sort of reaches down to his crotch <laughs> well, at like, "Well, this is a very uncomfortable mistake I have made." Well, he walks. Well, he walks up and he and like. He just murders the whole anything. It goes. Uh, they're like, so why are you just in a in a kilt? And he's like, well, I'm sort of regretting it because of the chafing in the groinal area. And then there's like a beep, and he goes, the testicles. I'm 
I'm chafing. And it's, that's like his delivery, and it's awful. It is, in, it is excruciating. It's it seems so to take ridiculous. forever. He also, Sydney, he does have, he is not as self-satisfied, nearly as self-satisfied as Ricky Gervais. Um, he has a similarly deadpan sort of delivery. Yeah, but that's, that's I but call it discount Ricky, because he does the same sort of delivery. He, d- he, he doesn't does, find but himself he looks hilarious. a lot more like... Um, What's his name? Thomas Lennon. He was on Reno 911 and he yes. wore those super short yes. shorts. He looks a lot like Thomas Lennon. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, the testicles. I mean, the and testicles. And then, so, the, so Amanda's then like, just like, let's get out of here. Uh, like, now she's worried about about being terrible, like, terrible situations. She, let's get in. And Rebecca turns to Chad and goes, How long have you been in the cabaret? <laughs> and he's like, I'm not in the cabaret. <laughs> And so, she says something like, "My my little nephew has a has a suit just like that, but his." Yes. And then he's like, "She's like this. Ha- it has a little button flap for his, you know, <laughs> which is her noise for genitalia, I think." She, and then, she repeats it like twice. She goes, <laughs> and then and then she is, you know, his, and it's just like stop talking. And then Rebecca. he goes, "This one doesn't have a flap," and he unzips and he goes, "It's got a fly." <laughs> He's got like, a full, he's got a full like, fly, oh and Amanda's like, "That's that's a six year old kid that has the same outfit." And he's like, "I bet it's a cool kid." <laughs> it's like Chance turns out to be the most insecure person, and it's just, I I love these characters; they're insane, and I love them. Um, <sighs> uh, so Amanda, we, so let's talk about Amanda briefly because Amanda sure. is another very talented actor in this film, much like Sam Claflin. And I think they're in the wrong film because she is not known for her comedy roles. Okay. She, I actually don't, I don't recall if I've seen her. She's in, she's the female lead in Slumdog Millionaire is what she's most famous for. But she's been in some of the planet of the apes movies and some other British programs. Um, But I think the thing is they needed someone in Amanda's role to do like a Rose Byrne turn, the Rose Byrne turn in uh, Bridesmaids where it's, mm. they, they have this gravitas, but they end up actually being super hilarious with everything they say, which is a, yeah. a tricky line to walk. Granted, yeah. probably Rose Byrne wasn't available. Um, I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think she cared. I didn't like her character. I mean, I you know she just supposed comes to, across as completely frozen. cold. Yeah. There's um, no, there's like no life to it, which is I think that yeah she was trying to walk that line. It doesn't work. It's, it, which is a shame because I think that actor is out there who could be the yeah. hoity-toity rich bitch, but everything she says is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just it's yeah. It's, this is not what is her name in real life. I'm gonna I don't want to Google it, but she, I don't recall. But. I I knew it on at one point, but anyway. Then yeah, uh, so that was the that was honestly that I thought was the biggest casting issue for for the movie because it was like she just she fell flat but everyone else is so i i even enjoyed jack jack's character i think he did fine especially compared to amanda so i was i like she was the only dead spot for me so then we cut to people mingling at the venue and then uh jack and Haley pull in and frida uh, pinto i knew it was like a car why did i know it was like a car but i couldn't remember the name pinto frida pinto Sorry. Uh, Haley is like emotional, emotional about Jack walking down the aisle, and Jack is like pulling some faces. Like this, Jack is like, kind of making it seem like he really doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't quite get this. Like, because it wasn't like nothing drove. Like nothing seemed to derive from this, so I didn't. I didn't understand why. But he yeah, there's no faces for this. Yeah, there's no tension later of is he actually going to walk her down the aisle because yeah. he does. The movie, the or the yeah, the wedding happens right in the first like 15 minutes of this movie they don't waste any time getting hitched it's everything that comes afterward that's endless um the reception (laughs) the reception of doom yeah Uh, but yeah it's like like he like i think they were like oh you're emotional about your parents but he did that part was not well done i was like what are you why i was like i don't understand what we're trying supposed to get from his weird I wrote questions. I was like, does he not like the groom? Does he not like the venue? What is and happening? the groom is delightful. He's just a sweet little Italian boy. And <laughs> he his, really is with all of his, his All of his old grandparents are there, like, kissing <laughs> everyone on the lips. It's yeah. so funny. And then they are trying to wait for Brian to come back from his haircut. But eventually they're like, well, he'll he'll come. And they walk down, they walk down the aisle. <laughs> and Brian does run in at the very last minute 
and then <laughs> well they... also and they, they have more cuts of like people waiting for the event and then they cut to sydney and he's like shifting uncomfortably on his chair like they they ride that joke like flaming but into the doesn't ground. he they, change like... out of the kit literally half kilt change out of the kilt halfway through the movie no no he says he's no, gonna he, go back and he, change he, he one makes of the some adjustments at some point he, he oh he makes some adjustments we'll get to that okay um yeah. This is when uh, uh, Haley tells Jack that Dina's here and is available because she just broke up with her boyfriend. And Jack like wants a bunch of nervous, wants a bunch. He's nervous and he wants a bunch of information. And she's like, "Oh no, it's time to walk down the aisle." And I was like, "What? <laughs> really? You spring that on him now?" Um, so the sermon happens, and that's when uh, the, the ceremony happens. This is when Brian runs up with a fresh haircut, which doesn't actually look like he did anything. <laughs> he just it looks it, it. It's. I mean. I think that's the joke, is that it looks yeah. exactly the same, but... <laughs> he decided to be late to the wedding, just out of, I don't know, some, some measure of spite. I don't know, it was really funny, though. But then uh, the wedding happens, and Jack gazes up, and he sees Dina in well, all well, of her about... Italian <laughs> the re- sunshine glory. The receiving line section with the old Italian grandpa giving him snogging everyone. <laughs> That's Italian grandpas are going to be Italian grandpas. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Jack kiss on the mouth, and Brian is like recoiling in horror when he gets a kiss, and they're Brian's like, "I think I got some tongue." <laughs> so I really like his the physical the physical comedy of this movie was was up there. There was some real like. The body movements of like Brian were hilarious as he's like, <laughs> see, I was less okay with all of that because in a moment or two, Sydney is going to reach down into his kilt to fondle his his twig and berries <laughs> to to get that straightened out. And um, but well, before that, so to, to Jack <laughs> Jack sees Dina up on the balcony and they make eye contact and it's oh she's beautiful. That still it has it. He, it doesn't happen a, yet. He's a man. Well, I don't. We can't go through all of your I, notes. We don't have. I will not live long enough, Andrew. <laughs> I want to. It's so much fun though. No, you're, it's not fun. No, we've already <laughs> talked about the zipper instead of Velcro. We've already talked about uh, the tongue and the. I'm deleting this. It's you fine. Take, no. Rebecca asks <laughs> is talking to Manage Has and is still going on about him not being in the cabaret and it's like that's the thing that just it just happens. I just love and I just I just loved her. Is all I want to say. Yeah, Ashley B is a great she's great. Super funny. Can we well, go now on? You deleted now? my notes and I don't Okay, so then Sydney starts macking on Dina and he <laughs> tries he makes the worst fucking small talk I've ever heard. Well, at one point he says, deal? And she's like, deal. And they high five and he's like, wedding buddies. And she <laughs> and goes, wait, what? Is that what we were making a deal on? And she's like, so yeah. what do wedding buddies do? And he's like, we, we hang out for a bit at the wedding. And then he's like awkwardly bouncing on the banister of the stone banister. And he's like, oh, look at this. And he just wipes his hand and a bunch of like lichen comes up. And then he like licks his hand. And she's just like, what is happening? Oh, I loved it so much. Um, this is when, around when the point when Brian realizes he has to have a speech uh-huh. later mm-hmm. at the reception. And he's worried about Rebecca clinging to him, but um, you realize that's really because they love each other. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm looking at what? your notes and I'm like, you actually did like this movie. It's not an act. I, I hate it I so had much. fun. I enjoyed this. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna read some of this. They are talking about dresses and kilts, and listen, Sydney has no reason for wearing a kilt and is terrible listen, at making small talk. I dear love listener, this. Fuck, that's this is not... amazing. Sydney licked his hands after wiping wiping up lichen on a banister. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm not reading it. Also, I would like to note for the audience that that is not that is not the voice I write with. Uh, it's not robotic. <laughs> it is smooth, suave, charismatic. So, uh, Chaz is, Chaz is super insecure. He comments to man and is like, why are you checking Jack out? And she tells him to stand away from her, like five feet. And they just don't look at each other for a bit. Uh, then we go to picture taking and Roberto's just being like a super sweet guy. He's like, nothing, nothing should spoil the, spoil the day. Roberto is the husband, if Andy didn't mention that. The groom, yeah. And, um, that's when we cut to someone rolling up in a, doing coke in a taxi and uh, so, you know, he tempted fate by saying nothing can spoil the day. So obviously someone has arrived. Does Coke uh, really make your eyes look like that? I don't know. 
I don't because know. it looked like both of his eyes had a very mild case of pink eye when he stepped out of that taxi. <laughs> or he was just like, seri- like seriously bad hay fever. Yeah, or he's like allergic to the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's because um, I was like, oh, like you see him doing coke, so I don't think they needed to do the makeup quite that hard for viewers to get yeah, the idea. Right? Like this guy is on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, he, you see him do it multiple times. Like he's he's always. But high. this is the the foil for the whole day. His name is Mark. He's a friend of Haley and Jack's from school primary school they went to or like yeah like yeah like high schoolish stuff and he's been apparently obsessed with her forever and he's like Haley does not want him there well he wasn't and invited Mar- right yeah. so she has a right to not want him there also and he's high like, out I will of his make- gourd. <laughs> and he's like i will he's like try and try she's like i'll get security he says just just try it and so she's like panicking and roberta's like oh no no we can make this work your cousin couldn't come we'll make sure to have a, a seat for him and because he's trying to just make things work uh and then uh, jack finds dina and they're talking talking stuff and he's like i asked about you a lot and she's like i asked about you too and then Haley runs up and she's like i can i steal you for one second and she pulls out well earlier she gave her brother jack like this whole medicine bag mm -hmm. because she you know wedding dresses don't have pockets which Frankly, they should really catch up with the times. She makes him grab this medicine pouch clutch thing, and she pulls out these sleeping drops, and she gives those to Jack, and she's like, these are really strong, but just put a couple in Mark's champagne glass, and he'll be out the entire reception, and he won't cause any disturbance, and he'll be fine. And, and Jack is upset with this idea for some reason. Yeah, Jack <laughs> does not want to roofie Mark or anyone else, which, you know, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good policy. <laughs> um not roofing people and um but Haley talks him into it because it's her special day and well she well, also she also just gets like roberta's like you need to come take pictures and jack's like Haley, hey hails hails and she just like walks away and ignores him and he's like fuck and she's like yeah and this is when okay he goes to um the table the english-speaking table and he puts mm-hmm. the drops in the place that mark will be taking in the absence of their cousin and then he he dumps like half the bottle in no it's the entire bottle when she very clearly told him how strong they were yeah it's like oh he's gonna kill jack you have very poor listening skills um (laughs) and then all these children run in and they're moving around all of the place cards at the table but Mm -hmm. only i i got the impression they were only doing that at this table which was which was weird. But now, it was and like, I will was, say, oh. as a well, I was older than the children are. Like these children are like eight or nine years old, and they're running around. Um, when I was older than I was, maybe double that. Let's just say, I was. We was at a hotel for a family Fourth of July thing somewhere in New Hampshire, Lake Winnipesaukee, or as my cousin called it, Lake Where the Fuck Are We? And. Um, <laughs> There's, we were at this hotel, and in the hotel they had these two puzzles on these separate tables. And every time I walked by, I would take a piece from one puzzle and put it at the other puzzle. And, and I you did called that, me a monster. And I did that the entire trip. And I, <laughs> there are a few things I am more proud of in my life than thinking of some old person up there like, this piece doesn't even go in the puzzle. <laughs> it's, I just, it makes me smile every time. But that's that's what I had in mind for this scene, where these children are moving the place cards around, and then all of a sudden there is no English-only table where, you know, they're scattered throughout, but that's not what happens. This is right. where the second voiceover comes in. Mm-hmm. Duty Gench. She talks about how the <laughs> mathematics behind... The number of ways eight people can sit around a people are staggering or something. Yeah. And and it'll all dictate whether love will succeed. And that's the last we hear of the narrator. Right? Oh, no, there is. No, there's one, one oh, sorry, more. There's a third more. There's, there's one third, more. But this will return to this moment as they shuffle so things the person, about. So, the, listeners, keep bookmark this point in your mind because... <laughs> What happens next is that they the reception begins, the people sit at this table, one person drinks the spiked champagne, or drinks from that glass, and at first it is Brian, 
And then there's all these events that play out with Brian as the the sleepy head of the wedding. <laughs> when he gets up to do his his ma- maid of honor speech and he thinks he's in a dream, which that is amazing. Really <laughs> he's like, Vitelli's here in the dream. Cool. Just give me a part. Just give me a just give me give me a part, you bastard Vitelli. He's like, Oh, there's a wedding cake in the dream. This is, dream cake. This is a, this a weird dream. Everyone's weird looking dream. at me. They're all looking at me. And he goes walks up to the cake and two fisted handful and <gasps> smashes it into his face. It's the best. Um so yeah, then uh th- there's all sorts of shenanigans that happen based on who is asleep in this current universe iteration yeah and they're really not all worth going through well they do they they run through this iteration which and there's a ton of stuff that happens and then they rewind because it, that iteration ends with mark uh revealing to everyone that he and Haley slept together three weeks past and roberto finds out well mark announces it uh, roberto is upset with this and says we're done and Haley's very upset and goes to reach out to him and they yeah like, she chases him up to this you know creaky old balcony of stone <laughs> over the courtyard the balcony yeah he falls off and that's <laughs> and when there's like, literal oh. literal a freeze frame um mm-hmm. And then it all winds back. And who's the next? I mean, they it's jumbled all together, but they, at various yeah, points. Yeah, they do a montage. Uh, of, like, Chaz a is sleepy. Rebecca is sleepy. Yeah, it's a um, fun. It's like a fun montage. Like I can imagine how like ridiculous that might have be, been to shoot this because it was just like, hey, so let's do this scene where you're. And there's just like, and they just went through like all a, a whole bunch of permutations. And then we get to the next iteration that they want to show us, which is and also the happy this ending. Is, this is the point, listeners, when you can stop watching because once you have seen Brian as the sleepy head of the wedding, you have seen his, the best version of this wedding. <laughs> his like, I wrote it down in my notes, which don't sound like a robot. His physicality for him being sleepy was he's. So it's good. hard to convey it via audio because it is so, so physical. But funny. he has his arms crossed. He's got his head like hunched down into his shoulders, and his I swear both eyes are crossed in different ways. Yeah. Yes, and it's he is like, and Rebecca is like, oh, that's so cool. You just go up. And talk to Vitelli like that. Oh. Yeah, he goes oh, up man. to Vitelli and is like trying to talk to this famous person and get a job. And he's like, and he literally Vitelli. falls asleep at one point. I think. <laughs> he just takes, he sits on the seat with another woman, with a with a woman, and just and then is like, where do you get your ideas? And then Vitelli starts talking, and then he falls asleep, <laughs> and then and then like Vitelli's like, are you okay? And he looks up and he looks Vitelli. Hi. Once you have seen Jack on the tranquilizers, you have seen the best version of this movie. But the the way that leads to a happy ending is with Jack being the one to drink the sedative. And Brian does get some more funny bits because Jack realizes that he has ingested the sedative. He makes he pulls Brian into the bathroom and (laughs) he's like, oh. I need to vomit. I just took a very strong sedative. Oh, I need to vomit. And he's like, put your fingers down my throat. (laughs) I can't do it myself. Put your fingers down my throat. And Brian's like, I, what do I do? He's like, put your fingers down my throat. They're like, me, you sausages. He's like, no. He's like, please, please shove it down my throat. He's and like, then, just, just um, give me your hand. And then Brian is, of so, course, horrified by this. And Jack is gagging on his best friend's fingers. But, he, but he's like, I just remember this. I am your best friend. This is, this is what friends do. And that's when Dina, Dina walks in and sees. She's like, hey, like, uh, I just wanted to check hand. if you guys are good. And you guys are good. Okay, you guys are good. <laughs> so funny. That was maybe Olivia Munn's finest hour in this movie because oh the way God. she reacted to that was sort of like, I don't know if this is a gay thing. I don't know if it's a, a weird something else thing, but it's a weird thing. And I didn't see anything. Uh, but, but, but the main, I mean, yeah. Oh, God, that was such so then, a good moment. So Jack is unable to vomit. And Brian and he go back to the table. And in this version, Jack is sitting next to Dina. And Dina is well, telling that, him about what? What that now? Was, that was the other thing about this. Is like, so they their seats are all mixed up. And they didn't, like, move things. Everyone was just like, well, I guess this is how things go. Like, Amanda's not sitting next to her boyfriend in the the iteration where Brian is, is sleepyhead. And I was like, I don't, like, adult, you just, I just... 
I have moved my seat. I just take, I don't want to sit next to you. I'm going to move over here. So yeah, just, and I, I think like, I don't even just... if it's a case where the catering has memorized, okay, we have the two beef entrees sitting here and the rest sure. are chicken. Like, there's never a case where they will refuse to swap plates. Right. If you're Everyone, like, yeah. oh, actually, that was supposed to be me, but I'm sitting here instead. Like, yeah. the catering would not care. It's going to be some yeah. college kid who's like, what the fuck? here eat the chicken and the beef both suck spoiler alert is what that kid would say um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that was like one of my things was like everyone would have like sorted themselves out but like because in the very first one jack is sitting by amanda and chaz is not okay with that (laughs) and he's not chaz isn't next to amanda either chaz is like across the table um it was yeah it was like i was like you guys could just move i don't know we could resolve this whole thing there is some funny bits well not funny they're i guess they're humorous for chaz he is talking to amanda well no rebecca says to chaz she's like oh you know the two of them Jack and Jack and Amanda, they oh, for two years they were together and it was just like sex like rabbits. So physical. Just, There's just such a physical relationship. Physical. And just, then she's just got her, fucking all the time. She's got her hand you know, up like, and she's <laughs> like, not not very much of this chap, 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 and chap, more of this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, Chad Jazz is like having a mental breakdown. His, his He becomes convinced that Jack has the biggest penis in the world. Yeah. But he's also he's also telling he's telling people how big his dick is, and he's like he's like she's like well Rebecca's like uh, well he goes I have I have I have very good equipment, and she's like well well how big what's on this table, and she's like she's like big as that fork, he's like bigger, what about what about that spoon? He's like fork and spoon together, really? <laughs> like it's she's like Rebecca's he really big. is a magician. <laughs> it's so- it is so ridiculous. There's a there's a very hysterical moment where he Chaz runs up to Jack and he's like, "Oh, you're walking around with your with your huge dick," and you're just like, "My dick is huge." You're just walking around, and Jack is like, "What?" Like, <laughs> he's like, "Excuse me." Yeah. He's like, "Come I'll on, like, whip you. it out. Come on, let's show everyone your huge dick." He's like, "Hey, everybody, Jack's gonna sh- whip out his dick." <laughs> Jack's like no, and that's 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 in the credits actually. Right, that's and that's my favorite timeline when Jazz tackles him, tries to take his pants off, and then a, a grandma, it's a repurposed so, grandma, trips over him. So funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, there it this, says this a it says a lot so about the movie when the bloopers are better than the stuff they left in. The thing that's not even a blo- I I enjoyed all of it. It was great. Um, D- uh, but Sydney, like he's sitting next to Dina, and he's like he is hounding Dina, and it is some of the it's some of the best. It's so good, bad. It's terrible. He's a, he he's is talking monster. about her two coworkers who prank him all the time, <laughs> and so they they decamp to the bar because Dina is like, I need to drink to get through this, and <laughs> she finally is like, Jim and Jeff suck. They're not your friends. Yeah, that's, and then that's he a, has like a strange. moment where he's like, "Oh," and then in the timeline where Jack gets the sedative, he takes Sydney. He, Jack is like Sydney. Stop talking about Jim and Jeff. Well, Sydney goes, "I have concerns that I might be boring," and, he, and Jack, <laughs> Jack, I think at Jeff that point fell asleep is asleep. at that point. Yeah, yeah, he falls asleep and is snoring, and he's like, "No, no, Sydney, come back. You just need to listen to people." And, and, and this is after that, this is after Dina is telling Jack about how her mom died of oh cancer God, and how and tough Jack that was yawning. for her, and Jack is yawning, and then he does fall asleep again. And so she goes off and hangs out with some Italian folks at the bar. Uh, and like, you know, good for her. She's going to make a day of it, despite the fact it's, she wanted to hang out with Jack. Yeah, we're, I mean, we've, we've, we've sort of scattershot this now. We're all over the place. That's the uh, best way to do it, because none of this, the only thing that, stop watching after Brian takes the sedative. You have seen the just, best version. I just, I just, there's some golden stuff. Some of the stuff we've just been mentioning after, happens after Jack. When you see the so. freeze frame of Roberto falling from a height, cut to the credits where you can see the alternate scenes of Ashling B and Brian just being amazing throughout the entire movie. I, yeah. I, I think that's it's it. a very is ridiculous movie. Are we at the end? Yeah. The, I mean, the ending is, um, well, uh, we meet a woman who's trying to hit on Sydney. I want to do the Sydney arc here. So in the in the God, Brian, 
Because it's it's great, but in the in the Ladies Brian's... and gentlemen, there are six pages of notes, and I already did like two. <laughs> I I went ham on this movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, Sydney is he. There's a woman who is pursuing Sydney at this at this wedding. Dina is trying to avoid him and failing miserably because she doesn't have the strength of character, even though she's a war journalist. Was kidnapped by the Taliban. Something. Are you ever that... gonna get to Sydney's arc? Or are you just gonna do this whole <laughs> scattershot thing you were just complaining about? Because Anyways, I am sick Sydney... of hearing you say so, Sydney. Like, oh man, Sydney. <laughs> Sydney is in a hallway, and a woman approaches him and says, "Hi, I'm Clarissa." And he. he uh, or something like some name like that. He gives her his drink and says, "Hi, I just need to just uh, I need to do some admin." And then he start, he bends down. And I think it's like a full th- I don't know twenty seconds of him adjusting his junk, complaining about what's going on. And then he takes his drink back and says, "Hello, so how are you?" And then she says, "Goodbye." But then in the later iteration, like it turns out, she is also the most boring person on the planet. She works at the post office and has one friend, and they bond and it's just ah, two two star-crossed lovers they're the i think they're the real winning characters of this film honestly they uh they found each other how do you feel about that evan can we go to the end now (laughs) so jack and well there's something that happens in mexico there's like a hurricane and so dina has to leave jack is mostly awake by this point mark has been neutralized he does get up to the microphone but he, Jack talked to him. He's like, if you really care about Haley, please let her be happy with Roberto. And I, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say to Mark, some men just want to watch the world burn, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was fully expecting it to go up and flames like, again. I was yeah, like, yeah, let's is... reason with the cokehead. That's the <laughs> right? most plausible like, thing he, in this film. Didn't he just take another bump? Like, uh, I think he's gonna ruin it again. And but he is neutralized. Jack is mostly awake. And Brian gives a good best made of made of honor speech. Vitelli talks to him about being in his movie. And then Brian says to Jack, you know, if there's one of your ancestors didn't look up or something at the just the right moment, they wouldn't have seen your other ancestor. And then just you discussing exist. chance. Yeah. And then Jack is like, oh, did you write that? And Brian's like, no, that's from one of Vitelli's films, but it's good. Right. <laughs> and then so Jack decides to run after Dina and she's surprisingly she, yeah, she's not far away because yeah, they're, like she, they're so all they're on a, foot. <laughs> yeah, they're at a wedding venue. I, I was like, oh, they're going to do a Love Actually thing when they go, he'll catch up to her at the airport. But no, she just walked like, I don't know, a quarter mile away and didn't call a cab and just stood there randomly yeah, by a restaurant. Yeah, it sounded like she was, was on the really phone weird. with her producer or something. Like she was not on the phone booking a flight. Yeah, um, I was like, I don't know what you're doing. And then she, uh, he runs up and he says... Or something and they go and well, he's gonna her. finally confess his feelings and he like because he has failed to do that the entire film by being interrupted a thousand times um then, and as he's about to kiss then another uh, some... guy walks up and it was like dina and he's like fuck off <laughs> and it was awesome it was pretty satisfying <laughs> fuck right off i need to do this fuck off and then, and then, and then happily ever after and then all the outros where they show a bunch of different iterations of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I enjoy this movie. I had a great time. Yep, that's why we call it Bad Watch. <laughs> uh, and now it's time for Good Watch. So you can go first, because I'm okay. honestly looking at your notes. I'm not sure what this film is called. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, well, the movie is called Willy's Wonderland. But and in your notes, something... you disca- describe it as Wally's Wonderland, which makes me think one of those is incorrect. <laughs> it's 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 Willy's. I promise. Okay. IMDb, the IMDb notes is failed me. Um, <clears throat> it is not a movie I've seen yet. It's a trailer I saw, and it blew my mind. And I just need to get this out here because I, I need to see this, and I'm so excited. This is. What appears to be the newest Nick Nicholas Cage jam, uh, of you know his long long running threads of I could do whatever I want. I got fuck you money. It doesn't matter. So no, well that's the thing. I think he does these movies because he's like I bought a dinosaur egg, 
I um, and I have a castle or two or several. But I think he doesn't care. This this looks so amazing, though. This honestly, I was so. Let me read you a little blurb about the film and just get you, and you can go look at the trailer. And it it comes out uh, February twelfth, and I'm so excited. Uh, a quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now condemned Willy's Wonderland. Stop. The Why mundane- does a condemned theme park need a janitor? It's been condemned. You don't, I mean, don't ask questions. This is a Nick Nick Cage show, all right? We just roll with it. I'm just saying uh, you couldn't get through one sentence of the synopsis before I, you there's know what? some it, I, mark glaring irre- irregularities. That's, that's a you problem, not a film problem. <sighs> the mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Fist fly, kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. I am so excited the trailer looks insane like it like buckets of gore th- thrown around like it looks like a ton of fun i'm i don't like like slasher flicks but this looks so stupid and amazing oh i'm so excited i love i love nick cage with his his crazy man energy oh it's amazing um well at least you can't spoil the ending of that one that's um, that's very fair that's fair <laughs> my good watch is a horror film much like love wedding repeat um, but this one is actually enjoyable. So it's called The Lodge. Uh, it was it was streaming on Hulu when I watched it. It is probably somewhere else by now, but I'm sure it's still streaming somewhere. And it's about a uh, woman who, be, um, well, there's a, a father who has two children who are like, I don't know, 13, 15. And this, he starts dating this woman and his previous wife committed suicide. And so that's, you know, big emotional shoes to fill for this woman. And she decides to go spend a long weekend with them at their, like, cabin up in the woods uh, by this mountain lake. And for various reasons, the husband has to leave and they are stranded there in a blizzard. And you just have to watch it and see what happens. It's, um, I was, it's... It is scary, but there are various parts in it where I was genuinely surprised, which I think if you can find that in a scary movie, um, in terms of like how the plot unfolds, that's always so valuable. Um, so not so, like not like jump scare surprise, but like surprising. Like I mean, oh. it's it's scary, but yes, like I'm really surprised this movie went in that direction. <laughs> um, okay, it's it's really interesting. It's called The Lodge, and it stars a woman whose last name I can never say, Riley Kioff or Riley Koff. Riley Kioff. <laughs> Riley. <laughs> Just one. She only has one name now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to our show and head over to iTunes to leave a nice review and give us all the stars. And happy Singles Awareness Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I live with four cats and my parents, but don't let that slow you down. You know, I, I, this, this hot property won't, won't be on the market life. forever. I hope that they won't let your life slow them down, dear listeners. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just putting myself out there. That's what you're supposed to do. Life begins outside your comfort zone, Andy. It'd be a podcast trolling for, like, I don't even know what you're trolling for. It'd be a podcast. Uh, doesn't matter. Who says I'm trolling? I'm just Human putting contact. myself out there. Uh, he's Andy. <laughs> I'm trolling the fishing. fishing uh, uh, anyways, that guy's seven. Yeah, I'm glad your analogy petered out there. Uh, and this is Bad Watch, the Baywatch of podcasts. Goodbye. <laughs>